Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good day to you, podcasters, fans of Sean Keaveney's Creative Cul-de-Sac podcast. It's a bit strong, Sean, fans. People interested mildly in the podcast. That's better. Um, this is not an episode of Sean Keaveney's Creative Cul-de-Sac. Why? Um, well, I'm getting on to that. Um, we've already actually I, I, I experienced a, a strange um, emotion of late to do with my work. I've, I've been actually quite proud. I know. Of um, some of the stuff that I we have created. And I've really enjoyed doing uh, the last however many episodes. Nine of Sean Keaveney's Creative Cul-de-Sac. Which is, as you'd probably know, you might not, an expo of trapped ideas, dead ideas, ideas that have been unrealised in creative people's notebooks, iPads, phones and that. It's been a great pleasure to talk to some fantastically creative people and uh, help them mine uh, some what we've discovered to be really good little lost gems and also just daft ones and silly ones. And, uh, you know, they will live forever on a server somewhere and that's great. But there's been a lot going on recently not just in the world but in my world and what we didn't want to do was spread ourselves too thin and make poorer podcasts because we didn't have the time and resources so like a great athlete or a great stick we're going to rest Sean keeping his creative cul-de-sac for a while though I'm pretty certain it will be back in some guise or another possibly like a sort of Netflix series or something like that fronted by Stephen Fry. I won't have to do anything. They'll just drop half a million pounds into my bank account every year. <laughs> Build it and they will come. So anyway, that's the story there. So this is not an episode of the cul-de-sac. What we thought we'd do instead here is use this platform, this space, where you get your podcasts to sort of cheekily publicise another venture that we're doing. Some of you might know about it, some of you might not. What you're about to hear in a bit is uh, an episode with all the music cut out of our live gorilla radio show that we do every Friday, 1 till 3 p.m. on our, uh, to, for all our Patreons, right? I'm pretty certain that producer Ben's going to paste up the, uh, the, the correct, uh, you know, what they call them, web addresses, patreon.com slash Sean Keaveney. How do you spell that, Gene? Just, just look on the link later. Richard Linklater. Um, it's a gr- it's becoming a really great thing. Anybody 
anybody that did enjoy me on the radio is going to love what we do on the Patreon radio show. It's a little bit freer. It's a little bit cheekier, more ribald. There's definitely occasionally swearing, but I'm not saying that's a selling point. Um, we can do and say what we feel, and, and the, the playlists are always excellent and carefully curated by myself. Yes, I went there and used the word curated. I've left the window open, incidentally, the Velux, because I think it adds a certain bit of sound design. Just the tweeting of the birds and the dogs in the on, Mel, on Mulgrove Road. Um, so that's the that's the idea, right? It, it, it's just giving you a, a little taste of what you could expect were you to sign up to the Patreon. Uh, we put I do post other bits of creative nonsense up there during the week as well. It's not just the radio show that you get, but pretty much everybody who has signed up reckons they get bang for the buck though I'm not a hard sell kind of a guy so anyway just a little intro to tee it all up and I, but actually I did think that I, in the in the in the vein of the cul-de-sac I would have tried to do is look back into um, the oldest it's a bit like when astronomers uh, recently uh, trained their telescope on the the furthest star uh, yet to be found in the universe and it was like 12 billion light years away that's what this next bit is i've looked all the way back to 2001 into my um uh, into my documents on my on my laptop and i've found uh, facts about sean keaveney page that i must have put together to give to my first agent in 2002 20 years ago so this is what i wise butter they were lovely lady called Nicole Constantino and a guy called Chris North were tasked with being my managers and getting me work and my god they did a good job really because it wasn't was I a rough diamond um, but I think at some point in 2002 they said well you, we have to have some kind of biog on the website http www.wisebutter.com something like that so I'm going to read this out because this is this is like one foot in the creative cul-de-sac what did I write by way of Biog in 2002? Number one, Sean Keaveney is a human man, born 14th June 1972. Number two, Sean Keaveney graduated from Leeds University with a degree in media studies, hypertension and a £3,400 overdraft in 1995. After which he spent a couple of years experiencing life in inverted commas in a local citizens advice bureau, a Manchester call centre and the Spinning Jenny pub Lee Town Centre. Number three, Sean Keaveney got a job with the GWR Group as a copywriter in 1997, writing radio commercials for vocal talents such as Martin Clunes, Robert Powell and Orville, brackets and Keith Harris. Number four, Sean Keaveney worked with a number of different presenters whilst with the GWR, collaborating on breakfast and afternoon shows, contributing voices, characters, ideas and features. That's a bit overstretched. Number five, Sean Keaveney's terrified of moths and hates it when birds fly in the window and flap about. Side point here is I'm very sad that if you could leave your windows open and the lights on all night these days and not get a moth in your room because, of course, we've decimated their populations with climate change. Number six. Sean Keaveney was tempted into the world of radio presentation by promises of celebrity, wealth and enhanced sexual possibilities and joined XFM as their early breakfast presenter in December 2000. Since then, none of the aforementioned promises have been fulfilled. Number seven, Sean Keaveney has shown great promise and has been drafted in to present a variety of daytime shows on XFM, standing in for Dermot O'Leary and he doesn't need the money, and for Zane Lowe, presenting his 6 to 8pm show with Lauren Laverne for six weeks in January, February 2002. 
We had talked about this before. Andrew Phillips, who was the the boss at the time, listened to our first broadcast together, Lauren and I, and uh, called us into his office and looked at me and said, Sean, didn't go very well, did it? Before I could say anything else, he said, "Uh, from here on in, I think you should basically let Lauren do most of the talking. There you go. That still hurts. Number eight, Sean Keaveney cuts his own hair. That's partly true. We I got very pissed one night uh, in um, in Stepney, and me and my brother went back to the house, and I asked my brother to shave all my hair off, which he did. Number nine, Sean Keaveney is relatively cheap and no trouble at all. Number ten, see, self-deprecating, the seeds are right there, aren't they? Number ten, Sean Keaveney is also an accomplished musician, songwriter, comedy writer, and performer. Loves kids, hates war, and just wants everybody to get on nicely. End. Don't know whether you find that in any way entertaining or instructive, but I thought I'd give it to you anyway. So, without further ado, drum roll. Don't know if Ben put one in or not. Um, this is the last, the latest episode of uh, Community Garden Radio, which is the name of the radio station that we've set up that we run on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Sean Keaveney. It runs every Friday, 1 till 3 p.m., uh, though... Uh, Ironically, this one went out last Thursday because it was Easter. Um, so have a listen to it. Uh, remember, the music's not in it, obviously, for right reasons. And just imagine what it would be like to be a patron and to be joining in with this wild bunch of fantastic community gardeners every week. Uh, salut! Um, and um, I'll see you soon. Enjoy what is about to hit your ears. Thursday, it's not Friday, that's your reminder that it isn't Good Friday, it's Monday, Thursday, and we are here together uh, in the shadow of the Out of Court Settlement Tavern for a one day early community garden radio experience. Let's enjoy it together, ladies and gentlemen. Your life, your life. Amen, <laughs> Andrews. Eamon Andrews, you won't know what the fuck I'm talking about if you're under 40 years old. I can't do Eamon Andrews, I can only do Terry Wogan. Anyway, here we are. Has Johnson gone yet? No, he's not going anywhere, is he? He dragged out by his haystack hair, won't he? But if that's what it takes there. What we'll do. We've got a show for you. I smell phenomenal today. I cycled in. I'm a bit sweaty, but I think that I'm just loaded with pheromones. It's a bit like a sort of um, a Lynx or Impulse advert when I walked into the offices today. It didn't matter what sexual denomination anybody was, they looked my way. I'd like to think uh, out of arousal rather than disgust. Disgust was it? Disgust it was. 
beautiful day out there here in London town. And I hope it is where you are. But if it's not, we're going to make it sunny in your heart, you know. What have we got coming up on the show? We're not, not doing the wedding playlist this week because for some reason earlier in the week I said we were going to do an erection section just because I thought it sounded funny. Because uh, he used to do that, like sexy songs on like um, The Quiet Storm, Beacon FM. So we're doing an erection section selection today which is like some songs about buildings. So that They'll be littered through the day. Another, you know, just other songs we feel like playing, as per. But what, as far as in between the songs are concerned, we've got middle-aged shout-outs, we've got small claims courts, we've got birthdays, we've got open arms, requests. We've got dad gags, Alan's ideas, a relatively new strand. Uh, Gary Davis, class warrior, Rishi's not out of touch, and more. And in the last sort of bit of the show, a bit like we used to do on the radio programme, a tiny bit like we did last week, we're just going to get you on, a couple of you on, quick chat, see what you're up to over the weekend, and a, a, an order of a drink on the, in the open arms, and a song suggestion from you. So we've got a lot to fit in, two and a bit hours. Well, we'll try our best, you know. Sean's creative, cultizag at gmail.com. Brave the Discord, if you will. We've got a big pile of shit to get through anyway, up stuff. But what to play next? Oh, this is difficult. I'll tell you what, I'll get this out of the way, right, before I forget before I forget to do it. This was mentioned on last week's programme. I said, oh, I should play that. So I'm going to play it now before I forget. This is, as you will know in a moment, this is You're Not Alone by Olive. 1997 super hit. Reminds me of driving up the M6 in my two one, white Rover 216 from uh, Reading's 210 FM just about every weekend. What else came out in 1997? Third Eye Blind. Do you remember that? That was a super hit single, 1997, I remember off the top of my head. Semi-Charmed Life. And I, then I thought for a minute, maybe what, we, maybe what I could do is a playlist of, um, of songs involving foods that I don't like to eat. Olive. Um, and then I thought of Mint, Royale, Don't Falter with Lauren Laverne, and, but I didn't get any further. It's great that muck spreading is back again. Yes, it stinks, but it's very good for the sinuses and the immune system. Yep, think about that. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful out there. Very much looking forward to hearing from uh, Gary Davies. Uh, um, Class Warrior later. Don't know if you've been listening to Gary's Sounds of the 80s, but I think people can... They think about Gary and they think about a perm, a, a, a bomber jacket, a, a sort of self-mythologising uh, egotist, but they couldn't be more wrong. Uh, I'm going to replay you a, a link that he did on his Sounds of the 80s last week, which certainly raised a few eyebrows at the BBC. I didn't know he had it in him, but he certainly does. Uh, you've got so much to get through here. I'm good. I'm good. That last song I play for Cat Barter, who says decades of Northern Ireland's bloody rubbish Easter licensing laws. I'm gonna have to find it now. It's just it's such a burden. It really is. I've got to be honest. Whoa, it's bloody rubbish! It's rubbish! I've left us bloody miserable every year on Good Friday because the pubs are shut. 
which is another link I can't be bothered to find, earlier than usual. What the flaming hell's good about Friday like that? Can I get a Nick Cage hike and a Tom Jones yen, a Roger Daltrey yen, a Dominic Make You Feel Good, or any other celebratory cartwalk clip you can chuck at the glorious news about the new licensing reforms allowing for normal weekend opening hours over Easter this year in Northern Ireland? Now we can have a fecking brilliant Friday. So that's good. Uh, you can have this one. What about this? Excuse me, sir. Sorry to bother you. Can we just ask you how happy you're feeling right now? I'm bloody miserable, actually. Bugs shut. What do you expect? Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Good news, that guy, isn't it? The balance. We'll, we'll officially open the open arms in a bit. Chris from Sensible Leeds, though, sends this. I've got a suggestion for a new feature at the group. Now, listen, by the way... Um, we received an influx of new listeners before the week before last, right? And I've just always got to remember to remind people, that was a, a laboured sentence, that this isn't normal radio. And that means that because we aren't held by the strictures of, for instance, the BBC or Ofcom or anybody like that, there will occasionally be fucking swear words. So just to let you know that, and there's going to be quite an onslaught of them here just in case there are kids listening. I mean, you can't protect them forever, though, can you? Uh, Chris says, I've got a suggestion for a new feature at a group. Fuck off. At some point during the show, we all, <laughs> we all stand outside on our front doorsteps and shout, Fuck off! Led by you, Sean. Each week, we will dedicate it to a person of the listener's choosing for the inaugural Fuck Off. Please could I put forward our friend Mrs. Johnson soon. I can fabricant. And Reese Mogg in for a penny. I believe that now we have upwards of 3,000 Montes. Our collective volume output will be sufficient for us to be heard in Westminster and beyond. I'm sure the suggestions for future recipients will come flooding in, but if not, I've got enough other suggestions to tide us over for a good few weeks. P.S. Can I have a pint of ouzo from the staff room? Open arms, please. That's otherwise known as a Sue Gray special, Chris. So, okay, I'll tell you what, should we do three, two, one, and then all do it and then see if we can get on a, a size ometer or something? Three, two... One, fuck off! So that's good. Thanks, Chris. Great idea. It's a fabulous idea, it really is. And opening the open arms, of course. A lovely time. A lovely time. Just reminded myself of John and Jerrica's podcast when I said that. If you've not listened to it, you simply must. I don't know whose phone that is, probably mine. I, can't t- I, can't, I don't know how to turn the notifications off. Uh, this is from Tufty as I'll be lurking in the open arms this week live can I have a bandolier of aftershock a throwback to my uni clubbing days and a bonnet with some crispy eggs on it as it's Easter very much like to know what I think she described what a bandolier of aftershock was but I've, I've not copied and pasted it and Helen uh, says we'll be in the Cambrian Inn wishing I wasn't working listening and hoping to get a pint in the better pub We'll be getting things set up for the beer festival, which starts at 4pm today. Can I make it? And I'm, I'm asking you as a good Catholic boy, as I'm sure you can comment with authority. I think what I've, what I've done is, I, I've, I've copy and pasted a lot of these messages wrong. So um, they don't make any sense. It's almost like what Bowie used to do with his cut and paste lyrical technique, but with emails. Maybe this has got something to do with the last one. Mark in Nantwich says, I've been successfully abstemious for Lent and I've given up alcohol. Oh, well, listen to this. 
Lardy da, making us all look like a bunch of bloody lushes. Mark from Nantwich, isn't he? Please, drink responsibly. No, I don't need a bloody drop for 40 nights in 40 days. Jesus would be proud. In contrast to this time last year when I spoke to you in the open arms and caved in that very evening, Sean. I'm not saying that it was your fault, but I'm not saying it wasn't. Anyway, it is Maundy Thursday. Uh, when can I tuck into my favourite Belgian beer, St Bernardus ABV 12, which is sat in its box? Mark, it's a bit early for a 12 percenter especially if it's like a if you've got a pint of 12 percent dark brown ale that is essentially like drinking a bottle of wine at 20 past one in the afternoon having just said that out loud i don't see a problem with it as long as you don't have to drive later or operate any heavy machinery or i don't know run a country we'd all vote for mark wouldn't we we'd all vote for mark and just run through a few more quickly. Chris W wants two pints of self-restraint so I can finish off this report. Casal uh, says I'm currently in Thailand. Yeah, I know, I'm sorry. Bastard. I can't get a draft lager, Sean. I would love a cold pint to wash down the chicken satay skewers. Smallest, world's smallest violin playing here. Ian with two eyes. I'd love a pint of bitter and a packet of fish and chips. Pop a stout to one side for when the other half Abby arrives from work as well. And uh, Sion says, can I have two pints of San Miguel Vidre San Miguel Istre San Miguel Gando Mintre San Miguel For my current girlfriend Lois, please. She won't be a girlfriend long if you keep calling her that. We'll have to be a quick one, I'm afraid, as we're expected at our rural North Wales local. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce it. Um, yes, so that was for you. Uh, let's have another song. I'm going to play something, even though I've abandoned the uh, the wedding playlist this week, usually we, I, amongst all the other songs I play something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. This is a new song. Um, it is from the brilliant Warpaint. I think they've got an album out on May the 6th called Radiate Like This. And this song is just about the best thing that they've done. It is called Stevie. Take a look at that. <laughs> How do you like them apples? Ooh. That's so beautiful, isn't it? It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh, Warpain. I love that. Sto- Stevie by Warpain. Um, as I say from the album, we think, uh, called Radiate Like This, which is out on May the 6th, unless I've got that completely wrong. Never know. You just never know. Community Garden Radio with you until at least 3pm. If you're listening again, have they gone yet? No. We're hearing a bit from Rishi Sunak later. Just a, uh, a quick, just a quick dip into Alan's ideas. Um, we've we've kind of we're kind of resting Sean Keaton's creative cul-de-sac now because if anything, there's a bit too much content out there these days for me, from me. Um, we've 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 had uh, we've we've created I think nine very good podcasts. Uh, and they, they, they will live forever on the servers. But part of the idea of the creative cul-de-sac was people would send me their ideas of whatever, you know, trapped ideas on the laptop. And Alan's got, well, he's like a, a font of um, unusable television ideas, and I'm just going to hit you up with a couple of them here. Our Vida Zane Pet is the name of the latest uh, television idea he's got. 
Hard-hitting Brexit documentary like Louis Theroux on six pints of Belgian lager, on the trade in German families tearfully getting their dogs, cats and other beloved creatures euthanised at a vets in South Shields. He's not had any takers for that. And at time of going to press for this, neither. Uh, the name of the uh, proposed television idea from Alan is Jesus, that looks heavy. It's a game show. Contestants win a series of increasingly heavy items depending on how fast they can carry them up a hill while dressed as Jesus. Probably best to make them Catholic. This is quite topical for Easter weekend. They can dress up as their favourite era messiah, humble carpenter, awkward goth team, fish sandwich artist, baby, statue, loincloth, or just dressed for casual stroll on a local body of water. Thanks to Alan for those. Keep them coming, Alan. That was Alan's Ideas. And this is a lovely little small claim. You, um, if you've been listening uh, the last few broadcasts, we've been doing a sort of side order. Again, bit of blue language where people have been told to fuck off by various celebrities. This is in similar vein. Um, about 15 years back, I can't see who this is from. A group of us had to travel to Oxford for a work thing. On the way, we stopped off at a service station to use the lav. As I was in there, a gent strode up and began to use the urinal next to me. It was none other than Corey Stalwart himself, Bill Roach, a.k.a. Ken Barlow. Rosie, Rita, Ty, Sophie, Ken. When I... Oh, it's Steve from Scam. Uh, when I came out of the bog, my workmates were waiting for me, so I said, claim to fame, I've just seen Ken Barlow's tackle. Just as unbeknownst to me, he walked out of the toilet behind me, clearly hearing what I'd said. <laughs> I turned round just in time to see him shake his head and say, fuck's sake, I now only go in the cubicle whenever I use the public convenience. You tool. That's brilliant. Just seen Ken Barlow's tackle. No wonder Deirdre was upset when she blo- broke up with him. That's all I'm saying. Utter filth, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye, your filth. Now it's t- let's have a couple of middle-aged shout-outs. It's funny that it even happens um, in this iteration of my radio show that sometimes I get cartwall blindness. Yo, middle-aged shout-outs. I always find my man in the end. Let's have a look here. What have we got here? Tor says, I'm going to a manga drawing club tonight. Not sure if that's a massa or some kind of crisis or cry for help. Are the, are the manga characters naked? Don't know how it works. Don't talk about getting your charcoals out. That's a sort of pun on Fight Club there. Don't work if you have to explain it. I'm going to an egg rolling uh, on, 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 on Monday. Is that Maso worthy? I'll be stood either at the top or the bottom of the hill as the middle-aged knees won't make me go from one to the other. I wonder if anyone has tried it with a crispy egg. Hazard for a mole. An Easter egg roll. And Scott from Devon says, I've just spent £30 on bamboo socks for my 22 and 19-year-old sons. I can't stand the smell when they take the shoes off any longer. <laughs> I've got that coming, haven't I? My God. In eight years' time, my, my sons will be 22 and 19 and they'll stink. What could be grander for a rather peckish panda? See what I've done there? Bamboo socks. So are you telling me that bamboo socks don't are, are, are essentially odourless in some way? Do they sort of reduce the, the fibre of the bamboo to something 
um, weavable or uh, what I'm imagining is just very stiff socks made from bamboo stalks. I imagine they probably wouldn't smell. There'd be a lot of bleeding. Um, Paul Joyce says, I'm going to spend some of Easter weekend reseeding the dog piss burn patches on the lawn. <laughs> this is not how my life should have panned out. Brackets, dog piss burn patch playing tonight at the Dublin Castle. Oh, yeah. Dog piss burn patch. Bandai must catch. And Jimmy G. Back to socks again. I always wore odd socks. I used to say life's too short to pair them. But look at me spending hours a week on Discord, etc. instead of getting things done. Perhaps I'm just a lazy chuff nut. Anyway, this morning I dipped my hand into drawers and pulled out two identical socks. This must be a sign of what, though? Change of government? Living the dream. Look at all this mean. So that's good, isn't it? Middle-aged shout-outs. Plenty more of that came from, ladies and gents. Where am I going to tell you what I'm going to play next? I don't want any argument about it. Um, on Monday, Clive, right? associate producer of this program and I went to the Hackney Empire to watch Robert Plant and his band Saving Grace and it was one of the best gigs I've ever been to and you oh, you would say that you love Led Zeppelin no it was just incredible the, the musicianship um, I, I will get the names of the personnel to read out because the, the, the two guitar players they also play many other things a wonderful uh, female singer and player plays bass in bits as well and Robert and this ridiculously good drummer. But what they made together is one of the most beautiful uh, and em emotionally moving nights of music and, and, and fun and hilarious in, in places as well. It was just sensational. I know you would expect me to give Robert a good write-up, but if you get a chance to go and see Saving Grace, you would not regret it. And this is, weirdly, the, the first song that they, they played with, they opened up with this, which is off the Dreamland Robert Plant album from... 2002 which if you haven't heard you should um i think it was originally a sleepy john estes track or an arthur crudup track or something if i ever get lucky when my train fare home uh, but saving grace uh, with susie diane on, on vocals with robert but the band together there you go it's my taxi again um the plane 14th of april whole city hall 15th of april oh that's tonight uh, tomorrow, Bath's Hall, Scunthorpe. There's a hidden word in there, especially for you, Boris. Grand Opera House, York, on the Saturday, 20th of April. They're playing Real Pavilion. Uh, then they're playing um, in Liverpool and Middlesbrough, Halifax and Stagport. I don't usually do tour dates, but that was more of a Matt Everett thing, wasn't it? Uh, uh, incidentally, he's away at the moment, but we are going to get Matt on the programme at some point over the next few weeks, live and dangerous. And when we do, whatever request you've got for him, of course, uh, I will pass his way. But I personally very much want to hear him uh, do his tour dates. Sweating a lot as well. That would be great. We, 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 we might do uh, Sean Keeping's crossword at some point as well, a little bit later on, something to look forward to. Bits, Bob's in any other business. Got some uh, Sunak is not out of touch with the electorate news coming up. Craig just had to mouth the fuck off as he's in the middle of the office pretending he's working. Uh, with the show playing through his work headset, please can I order a work-friendly turbo shandy? Great. Yeah. Kate is, Bullpit is currently wearing bamboo socks. 
a friend gave them to her for Christmas. I can confirm they're very soft. I wanted to add a panda emoji here, but it seems Patreon is not an emoji sort of a place. Happy Friday, everyone. And it isn't Friday, but it is Friday at the same time. So that's good, isn't it? Emma from Newcastle says, could you give Millsy a happy birthday shout out for today? Oh, I've, gone, I've blundered into birthdays here. I don't want to do that yet because we've got a load of them to do. Jesus is... No, it's not Jesus' birthday, is it? It's his death day tomorrow. Won't dwell on that. Well, I suppose we could. I mean, let's just let's just go back to the pub. I'm browsing in a middle-aged type way. A few gardening websites, says Susie in Cornwall. So we've actually started a flower-growing business, me and my mate. I notice, much to my delight, that there is a rose available called Open Arms. This is amazing. I've seen this message. I was tempted to buy this rose for you as an early 50th present. Stop it. But I'm absolutely brassic. All my sperm money goes on petrol nowadays, feeling that pain. The thought is there, obviously. What could be more fitting for the community garden than an open arms rambling rose? Such a great idea. So we're going to look into that. My wife, of course, being very green-fingered. Maybe we'll get... When we eventually open our offices... Um, We've been looking around, haven't we? We've, um, Bracknell. Bracknell. Seem to have some quite cheap office space. We'll grow a rambling open arms rose over the door. That'd be that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Leah, the Cheshire travel agent, would love a G and T, preferably from one of one of Aid Cole's uh, KYOBC gyms. We, we, Aid and us are preparing a very special gin tincture that will soon be for sale—a community garden gin. Can you believe it? We, of course, we gave one away a few weeks ago. I've not sent it yet. Chris in Collier's Wood says I was supposed to be working from home today, but woke up late and decided to W O. It was supposed to be W F O, working from office. But he's WFH, working from home. Should have worked on Enigma, me. Which means I can attend the open arms at a decent hour. Please can I have a CCCC San Miguel and whatever you're having. Yes, indeed. Um, go on, then. Vidre San Miguel! God, chaos, isn't it? Chaos. Absolutely chaos. And... Um, What's this? Is that just, we're going to do some birthdays in a bit, but not yet. Emma from Newcastle says, I have to share with you my most excellent news. This is an, almost like a what's the best thing that's ever happened to you today, missive. I have just won the painted egg competition at work, Sean. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know I, uh, I should have I prepared this, but I didn't. So I just live with it. Here we go. This is for you. Yeah! Um, and the guess uh, how many sweets in a jar. I went for 149. The answer was 151. Oh, that's incredible. I mean, you're such a great guesser of things, aren't you? No, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do this. I want things exploding in my mouth. Uh, I've now got a headache with being completely overexcited and eating too much sugar and I need to lie down. So that's congratulations to Emma for that. And uh, we've got a little a little masso here, just quickly. Exhausting. I'm going to be trying going to try and be positive, says Amy, and hope that by Thursday's show, numerous members of the government will have resigned. But in the expectation that they haven't, maybe a Logan Roy fuck off will have to do. 
I will order a Sue Gray special in the open arms and one for yourself. I do also have another Masso as I finally went for my first eye test since I was at junior school. I'm now 42. Talk about queen of procrastination. Turns out I now need my first pair of glasses. Usually 45, so you're ahead of the curve. It's been an expensive week. I'm currently doing an estimation of how long it will take me to break, stroke, lose them. I give it six weeks. Hmm. Lovely pair of glasses. Cabinet should be out on their asses. Didn't really work, did it? It didn't really work. Um, so that's all that, you know, and it's all, it's all great. It's all absolutely great. But I'm just playing backstabbers for some reason here. Um, off the back of um, Amy mentioning the, the, the clearing out of the cabinet, I just thought I would read you this story. You've probably already read it this week. Embattled Rishi Sunak faced claims he tried to dodge scrutiny over his family's tax affairs as broadcast media were blocked from a high-profile event in the North earlier this week. The under-fire Chancellor was accused of hiding from the cameras at Darlington College on Monday. They're great at hiding, aren't they, these Tories? You remember when Boris Johnson hid in a fridge? You can't fucking write this shit, could you? Following days of criticism after it emerged, it's billionaire wife. I think that's unfair. I don't think she's worth any more than £700 million, actually, if you crunch the numbers. So she's rubbing along. Akshata Murthy had been avoiding paying UK taxes a non-dom. It also emerged that while advisers denied access to the BBC and other broadcasters, the Chancellor was accompanied by £60,000 a year taxpayer-funded photographer. I'm, I'm laughing at and crying inside, of course. The Tory minister denied that he was out of touch with the British public, however, and insisted he understood that many ordinary families were struggling with the high cost of living. And it is unfair, I think. I think it's really unfair. You've got to be, got to, you've got to be fair in these situations, no matter how ang- aggrieved or angry you are. And I think it's unfair to say that Rishi, because uh, that's what I call him, doesn't understand the cost of living crisis suffered by many millions of British people. He, that's not fair. He does understand it. What he doesn't do is give a fuck. That's the difference. But also, again, be fair to the lad. He's not out of touch. This he's not, a, he's not a man who's out of touch. He was asked at that event, how much do you think bread costs? And he correctly answered that it would probably cost around £400 million to acquire a business like Warburton's Bakery. Well, that is a net figure. And is it, oh, you, ah, sorry, you meant, you meant a loaf of bread. No, I haven't got a fucking clue about that. So there you go. In a lot of fun we're having and uh, Dan Stevens will be at the head of the queue uh, Downing Street and we'll all be behind him baying for resignations um, we, uh, a song from the erection section here uh, I can't find the name of the person who suggested this but it's a great song and it's a quick one as well it's Aretha and the house that Jack built that is funky as f- that is isn't it and uh, I play that especially for the Kievnets, of course. And uh, anybody in uh, COVID Corner, which there are many, of course, Legion. I entered COVID Corner yes, uh, today, uh, tested positive without a single symptom. First, I would int- Oh, no, I read that last week. <laughs> I fucking printed that out from last week. Oh, God, you clown. You really are. You make me sick. There's no need to say that. Yeah. All of those are from last week, Sean. Absolute clown. 
Oh, look at this from Martin in St Albans. What a pleasure it is to hear your dulcet tones once again. Even the swear words have an endearing quality to them. My piss. My brother and I often spend a lot of time in a creative cul-de-sac, and two highlights from this are these food-based creations. A meat version of Angel Delight called Shepherd's Delight. I like that. I'd eat that. The pastiche. Half pastry, half paste... You tried saying it. Half pasty, half quiche. The pastiche. Separated by a thick wall of pastry, the pastiche is perfect for the vegetarian and carnivorous couple. A baker friend of ours once actually made one and it was delicious. Martin, you are on to something. That's incredible. I must... You just keep carrying enjoying this poem theme while I find my tumbleweed because we're going to read out a few. Dad gags. My son came up to me one day and asked, Dad, can you tell me what an eclipse is? I said, no, son. It's quite good, isn't it? Dante sends... He sent this last week, actually. Today, in a freak accident, a photographer was killed when a huge lump of cheddar landed on him. To be fair, people who were being photographed did try and warn him. Cheese! Cheese! Whoever, whoever came up with that is a genius. Scott from Devon. This is off the Discord, this. Why did the Cyclops have to shut down his school? He only had one pupil. And Dave Ork says, My landlord texted me to say we needed to meet up and talk about how high my heating bill is. I replied back, Sure, my door's always open. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Keep those coming in forever. What time are we on here? We're going to have to run over three o'clock today. I've got too much to get through. You don't have to listen. I'll just carry on. It's just me and Ben. Don't bother me. And it don't bother me. Birthdays. Jane. I've written Duane here, but I think it's Jane. So, okay, so it seems that Jesus is more important than me. So Friday is my birthday, hence Good Friday. But can I still have a birthday shout-out on Thursday? Sweet Jane by Velvet Underground would be nice as well, wouldn't it? And when you speak to the Pope, please tell him I'm miffed as well. It'll be six years till I have another Friday opportunity. We could both be dead by then. Doesn't he know how old we are? Emma from Newcastle says, I have to share you with my most excellent... Oh, I've already read that. (laughs) And this, Sean, can I have a Logan Roy? Fuck off! It's an early celebration of my birthday on Friday. Now, that's certainly something I couldn't request for from you back on the BBC, isn't it? Um, I also just wanted to say I'm loving the show, so thanks so much for all that you do for us gardeners. I'd especially like to thank you for all the times recently that in, my, in moments of boredom, I found myself absentmindedly singing to myself, San Miguel! I actually got my youngest daughter to sing that. I've just remembered that. I've got it on my phone. I got else to sing it yesterday. I'm going to try and play that to you later. Incredibly cute. I mean, it's dereliction of duty as a parent, of course, getting your two-year-old to sing a, a lager advert. But WTF! Um, shall we have one of these quickly? The Prime Minister tells the truth. That's a lot of bullshit. Okay, excellent. Um, what should we play next? Uh, it's very difficult to know. 
Should we play another erection section? No, I think up to two o'clock, we're going to play Higham and If I Could Change Your Mind, one of my favourite pop songs of all time from the ladies. And then remember, in the next hour, a section of the programme is going to be given over to you. We're just going to shoot the shit. Uh, you're going to come on, order something from the bar, and play a song for us. Simple as that, like, just like we used to do in the olden days. But for now, let's enjoy this perfect pop confection from Higham. Welcome to your voicemail service. Here are your messages. Message one. Hi, Sean. It's Jules on the runs. I've got a poem for you. I didn't write it. It's by Ranjit Bolt. It goes like this. A lion was learning to ski on the slopes just outside Chamonix. But he ruined his hopes of mastering the slips when he had his instructor for tea. Hope you well, mate. Take care. Press 1 to delete, 2 to repeat, 3 to... Message deleted. Message 2. Ah, Rich Pet. How is it going? It's your yard pal Stingy here checking in with ye and all them beautiful community garden radio listeners. Well, listen, I've had a kind of busy week this week like me and Wallace Trudy have been busy developing our own version of that icy Winhoff technique but we're going to call ours Gin Hoff because basically it involves sitting in the nuddy on a bag of frozen peas for 10 minutes while you're doing a whole pint of gin from the Happy Shopper. I tell you, it works a treat. It refreshes, revitalises and rejuvenates everything down below. I tell you what, quite important as well when you get to our age and our things get a little bit loose down there, a little bit leaky if you know what I mean. Anyway, listen, enough of that nonsense. I've uh, got to quickly tell you about my new TV show that I've made with that Professor Brian Cox. It airs tonight on BBC Four. This week we're going to explore the rings of Saturn and it's going to be called Sting's Cox Ring. It's going to be absolutely belting, I tell you. Anyway, listen, I'm going to go now because I've got a peach melba with my name written all over it, you know, and it's getting a bit tepid in the sun. So, lots of love to ye, lots of love to the Community Garden Radio listeners out there. Have an absolutely belting weekend. Lots of love, Ped. <laughs> Uh, I had a win on the Grand National and the local garage did some work for free on the car. Good to see good fortune befalls the little people on occasion too. I best spend it before the heating bill arrives. That person knows who they are. That's the important thing. Uh, as we um, lean on the bar of the open arms and order another drink. Uh, quite soon we're going to have a couple of you in here ordering up a storm and putting a pound in the jukebox. Lisa Majiza wants a very boring but refreshing sparkling water with a slice of lime, please. Bunge wants a strong bow shandy, just to ease his way in. And Mark says, I'm going to be taking our Cocker Spaniel to a real pub this afternoon for drinks in the garden. I'm not sure how this is going to pan out. Can I have a Cuba Libra? So go easy on the line. Go easy on the line. Absolutely sensational. My youngest, uh, we shall call her Stuart Braithwaite, uh, loves pubs. And it's, it's really funny. She just loves pubs. She obviously the apple doesn't fall far from the tree she loves the hustle the bustle especially when you've got a beer garden that she can march you around we've not tried her on a shandy yet I actually I, I, made, I, 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 um, I let Arthur drink a shandy but he was only seven and he made him ill so that was very very bad parenting so I won't be making that mistake again uh, but this is um, Stuart Braithwaite singing San Miguel 
I've, 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 oh, that's why. Hang on, because I turned it down. <laughs> Hang on, do it again. CC San Miguel, do it again. CC San Miguel. <laughs> you got to admit that's cute. Um, okay, no. So, th- what was I going to say? I tell you what I was going to say. That uh, I mentioned this at the top of the program, but um, if you were listening to to Radio Two, for instance, this morning, you would have heard Gary Davis, uh, presenter of Sounds of the Eighties, uh, one of Radio One's biggest talents of the Eighties, sitting in for Zoe Ball on the breakfast show. There's a lot of round-the-clock fill-ins does Gary. And uh, if you're ever driving on a Friday night, well worth putting Sounds of the 80s on, play some cracking tunes. Though he did talk over the solo to Tunnel of Love by Die Straits a couple of months ago. And I did threaten to follow him down the street with um, a snooker ball and a sock. I didn't do it, that's the important thing. I took my pills and I had to lie down. Um, But as I said at the top of the programme, the thing about Gary is people mistake him, I think. People get him wrong. People think that he is this kind of sort of cheesy, if you will, um, self-aggrandising sort of presenter or a presenter who's a bit vacuous, a bit facile. You couldn't be more wrong. Gary Davis is an urban warrior and he is a class warrior. And um, you think, I know you're sitting there with a furrowed brow thinking, no, he's not. You've got him completely wrong. You've got him completely wrong. And as is evidenced by this um, this link that he did about nine nine or five p.m. last week, I think I heard this when I was in the car. Uh, Sounds of the eighties link, which I think belies exactly the kind of person and presenter he actually is. Right, hey Gary Davis here on Sounds of the eighties, and yes. I am wearing an expensive leather bomber jacket with my name on it. How do you guess? Um, we just played you Mr. Mister and Broken Wings. Uh, that was for Steph and Rudiger in Cheem. Uh, taking a break from filling in the farm slurry pit. Having beef and tomato pot noodles, says here. Hope you washed your hands, guys. Okay, Gary with you until 10. Uh, I'm going to play you some Paul Young in a sec for David and Rita in Stains. But first... Just going to remind you uh, that as well as Johnny Walker's Sounds of the 70s this Sunday, there's something else to look forward to. And that's the March on Parliament I'm organising. Yeah, to uh, protest uh, against this government's uh, institutional racism, Brexit, uh, general dereliction of duty, inadequacy, rule and law-breaking, the proroguing of Parliament in 2019, let's not forget that. Partygate, mishandling of COVID, misappropriation of COVID contract. That's quite a long list, isn't it? I could go on. Uh, anyway, basically, I'm saying uh, they're arseholes and they need to go. So if you agree, just uh, follow the fellow in the bomber jacket with the word Gary written on it. Midday, uh, outside Downing Street. I'll be playing a very loud greatest hits of the 80s playlist, including tracks like It Doesn't Have to Be This Way, The Blow Monkeys, uh, Walls Come Tumbling Down, The Style Council, Two Tribes by Frankie... Beat it by MJ, you get the idea. Uh, let's hope they get the message by Grandmaster Flash, and in the words of Logan Roy, uh, fuck off. Uh, anyway, uh, here is Paul Young with I'm Gonna Tear Your Playhouse Down. It's me. You're about to hear an advert. Now, if you want to listen to the podcast ad free and my Friday radio show, all you got to do is sign up to the Patreon if you fancy, not if you don't. Uh, but if you do, the link is in the episode notes. Carry on. 
Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Matt Biddeford suggested that. He made some, a lot of great suggestions today for our um, technically to do with our... Is that, is that my phone doing that? <laughs> Technically to do with our erection section, songs essentially to do um, with buildings. That's the top and bottom of it. I'm going to pour one for Richard Holmes. He says, could you give a shout out on today's show for my son Alfred who turns one tomorrow after his birth and during home office stroke lockdown last year we were regular listeners to your six music show. I know we're catching up on the old shows and podcasts on Patreon whilst going out for our daily walks. Thank you for being part of this gardening community. It's been a rubbish year so far after my mother passed away after an extremely short battle with cancer in January and in March. Uh, then my wife Sophie, our daughter Mona and myself and Alfred all came down with COVID. We can't wait to celebrate tomorrow, today, what joy our beautiful son brings into our lives. As a man who also started various small projects over the years, I, I love your honesty about being anxious whether this epic journey will work out. <laughs> every, every week, we're plugging it in thinking, is this the week that something blows up? Thank you very much for your kind words, Richard, and I hope you have a great day for Alfred. Excellent name as well. And listen to this. While we're talking about offspring, not the offspring. We could play some of the offspring. Self-esteem. We could play some self-esteem. Shirley in Lancaster says, could you say hi and good luck to my daughter Emily, who is flying off to Sri Lanka tomorrow. She's so lucky. It's such a beautiful country. To volunteer in a turtle sanctuary. It's been months in the planning and we can't believe the time's finally here. She gave up a good job to follow her dream and on the 1st of June she will fly to Australia to continue her venture. We were briefly toying with the idea of calling the open arms the turtle's head. It's been a week of teary goodbyes with family and friends and I have to say I'm struggling to hold it together. But a tequila shot in the open arms should sort me out. I'll tell you what, I'll do better than that. I'll give you a Sue Gray on the house. You'll wake up in September. 
Please tell Emily I'm immensely proud of what she's doing. Stay safe, Em. We love you so much and we're going to miss you. Your adventure has only just begun. Beautiful. Emily, wow, you're my hero for doing that. Sensational. I really want to just... I mean, any excuse to just get out of the fucking country for a minute would be fantastic for me. I, I do consider just doing a booze cruise to, to Calais just to use my passport. That's a, that's a just eat bit of spam that's just come in. Should I open it? Hang on. These arseholes, they've done it as well. Fry yay, is, no, Thursday is back. <laughs> Fuck off, that is not a thing. Just eat. <laughs> Jesus wept. I'm sorry to swear, but it really, I got one the other day, Ben. I'm not, look at this. So that, that's literally, you heard that come in. That, that just eat piece of spam. <laughs> Yesterday I got one. Get that choose yay feeling. It, it was something to do with Vodafone. Get that choose yay feeling. It's not a fucking thing. You wouldn't have that copywriting in uh, Reading. No, I wouldn't have. Even in 1997, I wouldn't have settled for choose yay. Okay, now. I get a choose yay feeling. I've got a, I've got a, a Thursday feeling. I come to your fucking marketing offices with a baseball bat and smash all your laptops to pieces, you moronic bastards. <laughs> Choose yay, Thursday, yay, fuck yay. Sorry, there's a lot of swearing today. I apologise for it. What do people want uh, apart from me to refrain from swearing? Helen wants a strong coffee. The numpty you forgot they had taken a week's leave and worked anyway. Is this you you're talking about, Helen? Exhausted old bag. You could be describing me. Can I get a bag of Ravels with the coconut, orange, and coffee ones taken out? Do you think you're an Nigel Tufnell? Annabelle says, I'll be in the pub soon, but in the meantime, can have a dark and stormy, which feels appropriate. Sensational. But, you know, it's anything but here at the moment. It's really clear as a bell. Absolutely gorgeous. There's not a ripple on the river at all. And Melly says, in anticipation of the Rochdale trial, which Mr. Melly and I will be undertaking tomorrow, a drink in each of ten pubs with a T-shirt, pint glass, and hopefully some anodine as a reward. I'll have a pint of vocational, vocation bread and butter, please, landlord. Vocation bread and butter, please, landlord. But Damien uh, doesn't want any of that. He simply wants... Vidres San Miguel Vidres San Miguel Come on the Monday, you're to San Miguel. Okay, right, what we'll do is we'll have another song, right? We'll have another song, and then I'm gonna sort of hand it over to you for a little while, if that's okay. Um, we will get you on uh, into the open arms, order a fictional drink and a song for the jukebox. A few people suggested that we play this. We could have played I'm the Resurrection, of course, as it's that weekend, but Jill and Nicholas suggested for the erection section, building-related songs, 10-story love songs. Ooh, stop. <laughs> I enjoy doing that. I enjoy doing that. 10-story love song. Does that mean this doesn't work now? That's down. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Big up the Stone Roses. We're still... Listen, here's, uh, I think you know this, but incidentally, it's San Miguel time. Go. CC San Miguel, do it again. CC 
Clive's brought one in for us. But um, thanks to Aid Cole and his gin distillery, we are hoping to go into a business partnership and we're hoping to sell a, f um, a few bottles of this bespoke and fabulous gin that Aid has created, especially for the community garden. And we'll call it, we'll call, calling it Gin and Mixer. Um, and the idea is that if we sell enough bottles of gin, then we can afford a new mixer. That's yeah. the idea, isn't it? That's better than Thursday, eh? It's be <laughs> it is better than Thursday. It's like Oliver Hardy when he hears uh, Stan Laurel playing a trump, a cornet, you know, and he goes, he goes utterly nuts. It's the same thing for me. Thursday, let me come round to your offices with a king baseball bat, yay. So yeah, so that's looking good. If we if we sell all those bottles, then we can afford a new mixer. And when we've got the new mixer, it means that I'll be able to play cartwall clips at the same time as speaking to one of our esteemed guests. And today, at this juncture of the program, I think we've got Helen on the sh on the phone. Uh, if I'm not very much mistaken, um, Helen, are you there? Hello, Sean. Listen to that. She sounds like she's in the room. I'm I'm here, there, everywhere. Helen! Oh, stop it. You've given me a bloody Beatles earworm now. <laughs> to lead a better life, I lead my love to be here. Great. Helen, the listeners might not know, so tell them a little bit about you. Where are you calling from? What do you do for a living, etc.? I am calling this week from my pub in Fishguard called the Cambrian Inn. I am also custodian of the King's Arms in Medigissi. I've been in the open arms a couple of times mm. before. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, yes, uh, we're all here, the whole family are here this weekend because we've got a beer festival oh. which starts at four o'clock today oh. on for the Easter weekend. We got live music. It's all going on. Sean. Oh, I'm very God. nervous. I'm very nervous. Do you? Do you actually get nervous? What what kind of things could go wrong that you're nervous about? That no one's going to turn up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a, 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 a pub in remind me of the Cambrian and in Fishguard. Yes. It, yes. It's not going. And also, is it like decent weather down there? Because it is here. It's all right. It's grey. It's warm. It's perfect beer festival yeah. weather. I'd say. Exactly. We don't have a massive garden here, so you want everyone inside. Um, and, and it's not precipitating. It's not going to rain, I don't think. No, it doesn't seem... It's not saying it's going to, so I think we're all right. Well, we um, might come on to that in a moment, because it, it, yeah. it's always good to yes. make an offering to the gods on that front, isn't it? So we'll, yes. perhaps we'll that get to that. That's very good. Yeah, yeah, well done. You see what I'm doing. <laughs> He's, you know what I mean. He's, he's got here for a reason. So, um, but so okay. So I think you, you, your fear is misplaced. But it's a, it's a little bit like if you have a birthday party or something, you think nobody's going to come, don't you? You always have that little fear. It's interesting that even publicans and people who run uh, restaurants and pubs have the same fear. It, yes, it is that we used to have many beer festivals at a pub that we had in Bristol many moons ago, and I'd always be very scared that no one would turn up and then they, people would yeah. you, you say street party in bristol and people would turn up oh, anyway yeah. so yeah. yeah but yeah this is a bit different i've only had this pub for a year we celebrated our first birthday last year so last uh, week even and has it so, been a good year because obviously that i guess you would have started just at the end of the, the that horrible second lockdown wouldn't you has it been good good business this last year 
it's been steady, yeah. Um, I don't know why I would buy another pub during a pandemic <laughs> when you buying might. the first one was an absolute nightmare as well, but it was a moment of madness. And, you know, yeah, it's all right. These, you've got to try these things, of course aren't you, you sure? Do. Well, this is, look, yeah. look at us all. We're all in the... You know, we're all riding the crest of the terrifying wave of either whatever it is, like self-employment or sort of workman-like <laughs> entrepreneurmanship, isn't it? You know, yes. it's all very seat-of-the-pants thrilling stuff, isn't it? It is. It is. It's it's terrifying, but exciting at the same time. Oh. Well, so, well, listen, yeah. uh, if you're anywhere near Fishguard and you fancy popping in from 4pm, the Cambrian Inn, uh, the beer, how, how many beers have you got on? Um uh, and ciders, uh, Beers and 16, ciders. I think. I've Ooh. got four waiting in the wings to get on. So. I should be asking you what you want to drink. I mean, yes. but you, you, I should be getting off asking you for a drink. But I don't know what, what have you got, a, 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 like a really nice stout or porter? Oh my god, I've got Arbor Ale's breakfast stout on. Ooh, I've, I've, I, my favorite brewery, they're really good friends. And okay. I, I had to get their beers in because they're just, oh, breakfast stout, 7.6%. Oh, lovely. That's yeah, bloody lovely, that. chocolate and coffee stout. Oh, milk chocolate oh, and coffee yeah. is my absolute favourite. So, <laughs> okay, so I'll have one of those. And what do you yeah. want to drink from me? Well, as I do have to work tonight, can I just ask for half a Peroni? I know it's yeah. a premium no, no. lager, but yeah. just, just a half of that with a good palate cleanser. Yeah, no, I, compl I find. completely yeah. agree. I think that's nice. Between tasting wines as well, yeah. A refreshing amuse bouche. Um, exactly. I'll, I'll set that on the bar for you in a frosted glass. Good luck tonight and today. Thank I hope you. nobody's sick in a plant pot. Um, no, and and you know that we'll get down there eventually, and when we do, we'll, the beers are on me, that's for sure. Um, Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. And what song do you want? Um, it blind melon, no rain, please. You see what we've done. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Then that's what we'll do. Um, let's. We've put the pound in the jukebox, and now we're going to play it for you. Helen, have a great weekend. That was for Helen, Cambrian Arms Fish Guard from 4 p.m. Beer Festival 16. Beers and ciders on. If you if you're passing, you have to go in, don't you? Matt from Concert has been in contact. Uh, hey, Ben and Sean. The sodding locking trap to the open arms. Boggs is broken again and I'm stuck. He's just... Please send John, TR, Dante and Gus to break it down with a picture of Tequila Sunrise and another toilet, roll of toilet paper. <laughs> He's not joking either. He's completely stuck in there. And Gray Malowski is off the case. Afternoon, Squire. Maybe you should speak to the makers of Peroni about doing a San Miguel-style advert. P P P P Peroni! Good idea. Absolutely bloody marvellous. Um, is Jimmy there? He is. Oh, well, this is just a sensation, isn't it, Jimmy? Look at <laughs> us. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I f it feels like we're at a professional radio station. Almost, yeah. Not quite, but almost. What would be the fun if we did sound like Radio 2 or Six Music or Absolute? It wouldn't be much fun. Exactly. Jimmy, where are you calling from? I am in sunny Penwitham, up near Preston, just oh, on yeah. the outskirts. Yeah. That's very interesting, because Penwitham, or Penwitham, as I think you said then, my, when I was at college, at university, 1991 to 1995... Uh, we did a house share. It was one of 
I, I think that seven or eight different uh, medicines were discovered in the carpet of the house in Norwood Place that we lived in because it was so unbelievably disgusting. But amongst other people in that house show was a guy called Andy Foster who hailed from Penwortham. And um, he lives in China now. You, you couldn't make it up. But, <laughs> but we went to Penwortham and had a curry one night in 1994. How thrilling is that? I mean, isn't it amazing? Have, have you got a favourite Indian restaurant in Penwortham? Oh, yeah, the, the Lalba. It only does takeaway, but, oh, it's amazing. When you go there, what do you... If, have you got a, a dish that you always have? Are you the kind of crazy bastard that has something different every time? Well, well sadly, when I phone up, he knows me by name. So, um, yeah, I do have a favourite. Uh, chicken tikka patia, please, Gaffer. Oh, hang on. Is that a chicken tikka patia? Yeah, or well, Pathia. Oh, yeah, yeah, ways. okay. Ch- yeah, that's that's up my street. Chicken tikka, pat- Pathia or Pathia, delicious. We have a thing uh, at our local called a Makli Malaku, which is like a hot cod dish. Oh. And it's delicious. So, I mean, would you consider treating yourself this weekend, do you think, or are you going to keep off it? Well, it's it's my anniversary this weekend, oh. so we need to do something special, don't we? <laughs> It's got that's got chicken tikka patia written all over it, hasn't it? Oh yeah. Going to bed full and bloated. <laughs> uh, the night of your anniversary is, is is de rigueur, I think. How many years have you and your partner been been married then? Well, seventeen years married and twenty one years together <laughs> tomorrow. Oh man, that's amazing. So oh, you so you're celebrating the like you first got together like the first date kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, day apart, keep it easy to remember. <laughs> That's amazing. 21 years, bloody hell. So what, the year 2000? So, well, no, near enough. Oh, no, 2001, <laughs> shit, Sean, Jesus Christ. I, I, my mathematician days are behind me. Um, oh, great. So, but do you think you will do something, uh, curry aside, you, have you got anything planned or would you rather not say on this national radio station? Oh, I've got a weekend of work ahead. Okay. Uh, completely forgot to factor in the long weekend into the workload schedule. So That's me all over. As anybody who listens to my radio broadcast on the BBC will know, I forgot to book off every single bank holiday from 2008, I think, to 2021. So you're not on your own. Um, okay, then. So what do you want to drink? Uh, pint of Imto, I think. Ooh. I'm off the beer. So oh, That's good. Pint of Vimto, very nice. Oh yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do that. Um, do you want ice and a slice in that to sex it up a bit? Oh, go on then. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. I, 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 you, if it was, if you weren't working, would you have a cheeky Vimto? Uh, yeah, like a purple nasty. Uh. <laughs> See you what we'll put that on the specials board for next week, the purple nasty. But there's your there's your Vimto. And what song do you want to hear? Uh, well, I think it's something we all need at the moment, um, and I'd like to rename it "Bring My Chuff- Bring Me Chuffing Sunshine." <laughs> oh, the Morecambe and Wise classic. That's a lovely idea. We're going to do that for you, Jimmy. Um, this is the pound going in the jukebox. Have a great weekend. Love to you and you, you, your partner, and have a great weekend. And we'll speak to you soon. Ha! You worried them for a minute, weren't you? Thank you to Jimmy for that. I think I, I think Jimmy had some work to finish there, and I just kept him on the phone like um, like a lonely pensioner talking to somebody at a catalogue. That's right. Could you? I was going to uh, 
I was going to order the trousers in teal, but I wondered if they were pleated or not. Yes, could you check for me, please? Thank you very much. Oh. A lovely idea to play that, Jimmy. Have a great anniversary weekend. And here we are. I've got 15 minutes yet. We'll be hearing from... uh, We'll be keeping our ear on for Gary Davis's revolutionary links from now on. On signs of the 80s and stuff. James says, I was listening to Gary this morning. Uh, I immediately thought of Alan Partridge, but I couldn't nail down why. And then he went on, he went full Partridge. He was talking about naming babies and then said, what's the best baby's name that you've ever heard? And what's the worst baby's name you've ever heard? No wonder he was in the radio wilderness. Well, no, this is the thing. He's, he, that's the smoke screen, James. Because that's what he does 90% of the time. And then every so often he just slips in what we heard earlier. Vive la Révolution. He'll be at the front, mate, with a pole to stick something on. Um, Lots of people trying to get to the front of the queue here to get a drink in the open arms, of course. Xander with an X, though. Very sexy name, Xander, isn't it, with an X? (laughs) Wouldn't mind having a go on that. Hang on, let me try that again. Says it was great to see your hometown of Lee get a mention in the Guardian's list of towns tourists seldom tread yesterday. Did it? Are you taking the piss, or did is this a real thing? However, imagine my dismay when I saw that you yourself were overlooked in the list of local heroes—a real travesty. I'm fine with it. Absolutely fine with it. Yesterday's man, yesterday's hero. Pete Shelley's got to be in there. Georgie Fame's got to be in there. I think the actor or playwright Colin Weston, the guy with the tash and the big hair, was uh, born in Lee. But you're right. I mean, it really is about time that was remedied, isn't it? Time I was remedied. I should be on those lists. And we've got a tip off here. After the post-gig merriment has subsided, I thought I'd message you, Sean. I went to see Dry Cleaning live in Newcastle. It was a decent gig, but the support act were the ones who caught my attention. They're called Audio Books. The jury's out on the name. We're supporting. They were supporting, and they were tremendous. They've got a new song out called Trying to Trying to Take Control. Well worth a listen through their top tracks on a streaming service of your choice. You would think that I'd be reading that because now I was going to play them, but I've not got the presence of mind to pull it into the, the playlist, so we're not going to play audio books. You might wonder why I'd read it. It's one of the only leaves of uh, unread missives that I've got left, and that's why I've read it, but also to remind myself to have a listen to audio books this weekend. And I suppose we should have got a couple of massos knocking about. We should probably do a couple. Down the middle edge shouter. Katie. Says I'll be pressure washing my back patio this weekend, and it is not a euphemism. Getting in the cracks. Pressure to the max. And hi, Sean, can I get a masso? As I type this, I'm in yet another hour-long queue at Chessington World of Adventures for a ride that will last 30 seconds. 
Can I also get two pints of Guinness? Is it £7 a pint and I won't pay it? Fuck off! Those prices. Should be Chessington's World of Misadventures, really, shouldn't it? Um, but I think we fulsomely discussed, um, you know, the 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 philosophical horror of the theme park last week when it was the day after I come back from Thorpe Park and most of the rides were closed because of high winds. So to be stuck there with five children and no working rides was indeed a trial by fire that I'm still thinking about right now. So that's all good. I think we should probably have a song and I would like to play if it's all right with you. Should we play, should we go funky? Or should we go... No, I'm going to go wistful and emotional. And I'm going to play this. This was suggested by Catherine and Susan, amongst others, for our erection section. This is not right. I've just pressed that wrong. Shut up. Finish that drawing before... Trousers have to be dry before I go off. Just so beautiful. So so beautiful. Station approach from Leaders of the Free World from Elbow. Um. Oh, sure. Is that you've all? Oh, have you? I don't. That, I love the way you've all. You two. That. Can you do the washing up again, please? It's filthy. There he is. Um. Penultimate. Uh. What is it called? Link. That's it. I would have thought, no. Mike says, I remember the old days, Sean, when you would work bank orders because you'd forgotten to book them off. Absolutely. Um, I'm not... We just... We, very hammer house of horror, that, wasn't it? Can we get sponsored by WD-40 as well as San Miguel? Um, I, I, I didn't forget or not forget to book... I don't really give a shit about uh, bank holidays, to be perfectly honest. Just saying, Ben, we should get sponsored by WD-40, shouldn't we, for that door? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a missed opportunity. If anybody, if anybody eminent at WD-40 is listening, uh, you could send us a 12-pack and um, maybe send us a few grand and we could, like... Probably not going to happen, is it? I, I don't know, just not that bad. Because I've been self-employed for so long, I guess... I don't care about bank holidays. I'm cer- I certainly don't give a shite about the um, the two-day jubilee anniversary. Good grief. Absolutely not. Uh, loads of people getting in contact with all kinds of requests and a little bit of filth here and there as well. Uh, but there are some fantastic dag gags that I w- I've only just found a trove of them on the, um, on the Discord. The Discord. So he says, what goes 99 thump, an ice cream man getting mugged? Knock, knock, who's there? Grandad, stop the cremation. Bit dark, but I love it. Uh, Ali and Cockermouth, why is that book so thick? Well, it's a long story. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Stop, stop touching it. Tara the Robot says, True story, my dad had a joke to tell in his speech at my wedding and ran it past the best man. This isn't a joke, this is actually something that happened. Our best man told him in uncertain terms that he couldn't tell a joke about paedophiles. The punchline is swings and roundabouts. Uh, and Marie quite rightly points out, aren't dads brilliant? Uh, they most, most certainly are. And thanks to Chris and Colleagueswood for this final suggestion for dad gags for the day. Uh, what do you call a judge without any thumbs? That's right, just his fingers. 
which I think you'll agree is an excellent dad gag. United Kingdom yum it's yum. Dry yet, it's not dry yet though. The waistband's still a bit wet. That's a shame. Um, so there you go. You've got to, you've got to expect a little bit of uh, turmoil and ridiculousness uh, during one of these broadcasts, especially once I've started to uh, neck the San Miguel, though I have only had about 200 milliliters of it. Please, drink responsibly. Um, any final um, massos or uh, drinks orders before we pull the shutters down at the open arms, please get them into us now. Send them on the Patreon or Sean. Uh, Sean's creative cul-de-sac at gmail.com. And I've incidentally got some very, very exciting news for you. Uh, very exciting email news, isn't it, Ben? Very, very exciting. Ex- isn't it? I mean, I, I go as far as to say this is thrilling. I wouldn't be surprised if, if you've got a BBC app, news app on your phone, and you forgot to turn off the notification, that it will ping up in the next 90 seconds, and it will go... And you'll open it and it'll say, Sean Keeley's changed the email address for his community garden radio. So it's no longer that unwieldy cul-de-sac thing as of next week. As of next week, it is going to be Sean, S-H-A-U-N, at communitygardenradio.co.uk. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. So it's going to be Sean at community... Fuck off you. Sean at communitygardenradio.co.uk. Yeah. In it, in it. Doesn't it doesn't matter. I know. Very exciting email news. Maybe that's a strand for next week. Exciting email news. Brilliant. Um, I'm going to play this as a penultimate track because why would you not? Just quickly, I've got a couple of quick middle-edged shouts. Apologies, I've gone way over three and I hope that's not a problem for you. If it is, you just hang up. Um, but we could do these quickly before the last link. Yo, middle-aged shout-outs. And actually, Ben very kindly is taking the weight off my shoulders and has written the couplets for me. Off to Blackpool tomorrow. Fully intend on going on every roller coaster at Pleasure Beach, then drinking myself into oblivion until Sunday, but I'm not at an age where I've bought a Barocca multivitamins and paracetamol to prepare my old frail body for the onslaught. In 1996, it was ease and whiz in preparation for a Blackpool sesh, says Kelly. Headed to Blackpool Beach. Hover up blues like a peach. I, I messed up your lyric a bit there. Hope I don't bruise like a peach. Yeah. It's my in my handwriting. Yeah. Six and one and a half a dozen of the other. James Kerry Lamport. Gotta clean the house as it's a shit tip as my mother and father-in-law come in to stay on Saturday and every time they arrive they always bring kitchen roll. It's not like I don't use them. Gonna have to clean more. Before we welcome the in-law. It's beautiful. Excellent couplets there from Ben. Hill Street Blues. Um, so there goes another Friday broadcast, this time on a Thursday. Don't get, don't get confused. It is Thursday, not Friday. Tomorrow is Friday. And it's Good Friday. I'll be missing the Great Friday drink in Nottingham this year, unfortunately. But I hope whatever you do, whatever denomination or religion or non-religion you are, devout or atheist, that you have a phenomenal weekend and radiate love and goodness wherever you go. If you're a community gardener, then you will do that without even thinking about it, of course. 
for my part, I get the opportunity to finish my CCCC San Miguel before I go and pick up the youngest. I think I get a whole day off tomorrow before the other two come back from their mini holiday. And then I imagine there'll be quite some chaos. Should be doing Easter egg hunts. The problem is in our back garden, there's a lot of cat shit. So, you, you know, you think, oh, that's a chocolate egg. No, it's not. It's a dangerous bit of cat shit. Maybe we won't do that. If we did, if, if, if we, if people wanted to do a, if cat shit hunts ever became popular, then I think that our house would be a great place for people to come and congregate. But every 90 seconds, you'll see a neighborhood cat curling one out in our herbaceous borders. Wait a minute. Rim shot. Well, you've got to do it. If you're talking about cats, you've got to do it, haven't you? Cats, maybe cats operating in gangs. Would the cat know who Noel Edmonds is? Um, so, exciting d- domain name change for next week for the email. Can't wait for that. Back to Friday next week. Keep your eye out in case a bit of content pops up on the Patreon. I always hope to put some up there. But keep on chatting on the Discord and the Patreon. Keep on growing that community garden. It's going. It's getting bigger and better every week. And we thank you so much for being part of it. I'm going to leave you with another erection section song about a building. Somebody suggested this. They know who they are. It's him. Street Hill, Street Hill, Street Hill. Onions. Um, and we've got, oh, I uh, must remember, we've got um, a, a listener uh, playlist coming up as well, haven't we? We've got a listener mix next. Yeah, they'll introduce it. They'll introduce themselves. Which is another weight off my shoulders, which is brilliant. <laughs> I can We're do looking it. to phase you out. I, it phase does look out. very much as though, bit by bit, you know, sort of a death by a thousand cut, cuts. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I'll leave you with Brick House by the Commodores. I kiss you on both cheeks. Have a very peaceful weekend. Hi, everyone. This is Gina, normally sat in Salford, um, listening while working from home. But today I'm day tripping in sunny Southport, trying to fight off seagulls stealing my chips at the moment. Um, Just thought I'd introduce my mix today. It's all about colours. So normally I've spent ages agonising over what tracks to choose for a playlist. Um, A bit like High Fidelity. But um, I wanted to be a bit more spontaneous for this one. So I just basically went through the rainbow and various colours and picked the first song that came into my head. Um, So I hope you all enjoy it. Kiss you on both cheeks. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.